Let's lift up our hands and just wave them to the Lord. The one who keeps his word. The one that is ever faithful. The one that is beautiful beyond comprehension. It's too marvelous for words. The one that dwells in the light so brilliant that no one can approach him. But the one who made a way by the new and the living way by the blood of Jesus that we can approach that light. We worship your majesty. Behold what manner of love that we are called the children of the most high God. Father, we come in fellowship with you, our Father. We come to drink from the fountain of your wisdom. We come to receive instruction in righteousness. We come that you may position us well. That we will have victory upon victory throughout this year. That your name be glorified in the demonstration of your love and your faithfulness in our lives. We say, blessed be your name. If we had to choose, we're going to choose you again. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you adoration. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now and forevermore in Jesus' name. Can you help me celebrate the Lord today? The mighty, mighty God. The one, the warrior that gives us victory upon victory. Glory to God. You may be seated. As I welcome you this evening, I know a lot of people would rather be positioned here where God wants them to be so that they can be sure that they are destined to win and enjoy victory after victory. But whilst they make their way here, we want to thank God that we made it here. It's also very good to remember that some may even want to, but for whatever reason, they're not even able to get on the road. They're on their device, on their laptop, on their phone, or whatever, watching us live. Can we make them feel welcome? God bless you. Stay focused because this is all about positioning. The word of the Lord came to us this year, and I want that slide up. It says, in the year 2024, those well positioned are destined to win no matter what it means a lot of things will try to matter but what no as much as they want to matter they will not matter in jesus name the scripture says the lord your god is in your midst a warrior bringing victory may we have victory upon victory upon victory this year by the help of the lord in jesus name let me hear your amen no, point at me and say, may you have victory upon victory upon victory this year in Jesus' name. I'm pointing at you, may you have victory upon victory upon victory this year and beyond in Jesus' mighty name. And uh, there's another slide that says, this is instruction to us. It says in 2024, position yourselves. It's not enough that we're saying, God, position me where... I will thrive this year. You have a responsibility to position yourself. It says in 2024, position yourself well, well. Then victory is sure. No matter what happens. Second Chronicles 20 verse 17b says, Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation victory of the Lord who is with you. The Lord that... Lord our God that is in our midst. 
is with us and we're destined to win and we're going to experience victory upon victory in Jesus' name. When the Bible says position yourself, you have a responsibility. The pastor is not going to do it for you. Your parents are not going to do it for you. Your spouse is not going to do it for you. This year, the first bit is you have to position yourself. Position yourself with God. Stay with God. Position yourself inside of God. Don't go outside of God. Position yourself in the word of God and according to the will of God. That's the one you can do. But the one I want to talk about now is the one God is going to do or get somebody much higher than you to do it for you. It is called positioned. Can you bring up that slide? Positioned. I started this on, on Sunday and I was not able to conclude it. The scripture that drives the point home is in Genesis 48. Uh, perhaps I should rush through it so that I remind you because I'm not sure a lot of us have even bothered to listen to it again. In Genesis 48 verses 13 to 14, 17 to 20, reading from the New Living Translation, it says, Then Joseph positioned the boys in front of Jacob. With his right hand, he directed Ephraim towards Jacob's left hand. And with his left hand, he put Manasseh at Jacob's right hand. But Joseph, but Jacob crossed his hands as he reached out to lay his hands on the boys, on the boy's head. He put his right hand on the head of Ephraim, though he was the younger boy, and his left hand on the head of Manasseh, though he was the firstborn. Lots to talk about there. Verse 17, but Joseph was upset when he saw that his father placed his right hand on Ephraim's head. So Joseph lifted his father's right hand to move it to, from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. You know, sometimes we try so hard to help God. There's a positioning that is in your favor, but the people around you may not know it. <laughs> no, jo Joseph said, my father... This one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused. I know, my son, I know, he replied. Manasseh will also become a great people, but his younger brother will be greater, will become even greater. And his descendants will become a multitude of nations. So Jacob blessed the boys that day with this blessing. The people of Israel will use your names when they give a blessing. Say amen. They will say, may God make you as prosperous as Femi Paul. You won't put your name there. May God make you as prosperous. Put your name, Ephraim and Manasseh. And in this way, Jacob put Ephraim ahead of Manasseh. Lots to talk about there. The subject is not position yourself. The subject is positioned. That's to position yourself is an internal thing. To be positioned comes from outside, it's external. The Bible says, uh -huh, the scripture says, Joseph positioned them. They didn't position themselves. They could position themselves with God, but this positioning has to come from somewhere. And Joseph positioned them. And so we're talking about position. My question is, Joseph 
was second in command to the strongest ruler of the known civilized world called Pharaoh. I would have thought that if he wanted to position his sons, he should have positioned them in front of Pharaoh. Can I get a witness? Hello? Okay, why didn't he position them in front of Pharaoh? Which is what you, should have, you would have done. He did not position them in front of Pharaoh because Pharaoh was on the decline. There's a new thing that's about to start. The surfers don't join the wave that is pattering out. They go inside the sea and join the new wave, which is going to last. Whatever position you want to take, don't take a position with something's about to finish. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. The wise man positioned the boys in front of Jacob, the man that had the blessing. There's something God is going to do this year. Please don't, don't, don't be worried about what happened last year. What he's going to do will make last year look like a joke. He positioned them in the right place at the right time. A father that does not know how to position his children needs help. When you get to a certain age, you don't, you don't push yourself forward. It's your children you push forward. He didn't position himself, Joseph, I'm the son of your dreams. I'm the son that brought you glory. I'm the son that saved you from, from, from poverty and, 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 and starvation. So bless me. No. When it was time to bless, he positioned his sons. All the men here, I hope you're hearing what the word of God says. It was after Jacob blessed the boys that he now blessed Jacob, uh, Joseph the father, and then the uncles. But the position was so strategic. The position ended up lifting up his boys to the level of his uncles, apart from blessing those boys, and they became the definition of prosperity. May God help us. To lend ourselves to who can position us so that we're positioned to have victory upon victory this year in Jesus' name. I said in, it's one thing to take a position, it's another thing to be positioned. Your positioning yourself is good, but it's unlikely to be as powerful as you being positioned. In a wrong way, let me explain this to you. How many of you remember Esau and Jacob? This same Jacob, when it was time for Isaac to bless one of them. Who was Isaac going to bless? Esau. Who positioned Jacob? The mother. As much of Isaac wanted to bless, the person that understood positioning won the battle. Me that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. She got the boy positioned and the boy got the blessing. If you fail the understanding of positioning, your spirituality will just be religion. And guess what? Jacob still kept the blessing. Shut up. Can I tell you something? Don't be going around and say, I'm Esau, I'm the first one, I'm this and that. If somebody understands position more than you, he will collect that blessing. Nothing goes shelling. This year, let's study positioning and how to be positioned. I said, 
you can take a position and still not be positioned. Because there is only so much you're going to do for yourself. You know, the way God works, God works with authority. Did you hear what I said? God works with what? Authority. So a generation that does not respect authority can never be positioned. And when God wants to position you, he will either do it himself or use somebody to position you. Now imagine if Ephraim and Manasseh were so busy playing uh, what the boys play on the computer computer game what huh ps4 the daddy say come 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 i want to bring you to my dad i want him to no daddy we are disturbing us listen yeah you should respect our rights our playtime this and that hello what will happen they are positioned themselves at playstation when they should be positioned themselves, where the blessing that will make them the definition of prosperity. Whatever you are enjoying this year, be sure you don't fool around when it's time for you to be positioned. That's a good place for you to clap because that's wisdom. When he called them, they followed their father. When he put this one there, he stayed there. When he put this one, he stayed there. They were compliant. I want to ask you, how compliant are you? How do you even recognize that you can position yourself, but you need somebody else for you to be positioned? I wish I had the youth church here to speak to them because they are the ones that, they're not the grief for anybody. They even turned it to a song now. They're going to put it on a billboard. You know the grief, eh? You go grief. <laughs> the definition of being positioned I want you to listen to it again please bring it up on the screen to be positioned is to be appropriately ideally advantageously and perfectly placed or situated to do something successfully to achieve something significant or to receive something extraordinary in second chronicles um Jehoshaphat woke up one day and like four kings gathered together and they came against him. And he said, ah, this is a terrible position. Four to one. He could have gone to another king and said, come and join me. So let's fight them. You know what he did? He took the right position. He went on his knees and said, ah, father, what is coming? I have no power against them. The right position is first talk to God. And God put the spirit of the Lord on one of the sons of prophets that said, listen, this is what God said, position yourselves and you will see the victory of the Lord. It's about the position you take. He said, let them carry their ammunition. You will not need to fire one. Now position go win this battle. This year, the well positioned, they're destined to win no matter what. Then he said something. He said, let the singers go in front of you. Let them be praising the holiness of God as they approach the battleground. So whether you are king or not, no. The position, how things should be arranged depends on the one who positions everyone. They went ahead, they were singing. As they were singing, those guys started fighting each other. The end of it, the Bible says, they came away, I quote, Loaded with money. I read it to you. 
on that sermon. Loaded with money. From being loaded with trouble, with loaded with money. I want to pray for somebody. You may have come into this year, no money. <laughs> victory upon victory, you're going to end this year loaded with money. Say amen in Jesus' name. You see that building? We're going to build it. Somebody under the sound of my house, you will give us money because you are loaded. You won't even know you are spending money. They spent three days loading money. Bullion van after bullion van. God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Can you lift up your hand and just worship him? What he did, he's going to do again. Hmm. Now, let me interest you. Aha! Aha, that's it. And they were three days gathering the spoil because there was so much. Give me the one that says they, were, they came away with a lot, load of money. Aha. Okay, let's read this together. Second Chronicles 20 verse 25a, the Living Bible says, King what? Jehoshaphat and his people went out to plunder the bodies and came away loaded with money. Put your hand on your head and say, Now so it will be for me. For my household, we're not ending this year broke at all. We're loaded dead with money in Jesus' name. When the Lord introduced himself as a warrior in the fundamental scripture that he gives us, it means there'll be battles. Now, normally battles are supposed, Jehoshaphat saw four kings come against him. It's supposed to rout him, drive him out, carry his children and his wife as slaves. That's what it looks like. But at the end, they came away loaded with money so don't think if somebody brings a battle to you don't look at it that it is the way battles always end that this one is not going to battle no 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 it is an opportunity for you to get loaded you see your amen is struggling i say it's there will be battles but you are not going to lose you are going to be the victor David went to deliver lunch and he saw a giant that even a giant was afraid of the giant. But it was his opportunity to come into fame, celebrity status, better than the king in one encounter. Glory to God. Do you think it was an accident? No, God that anointed him king positioned him for the day. Everybody will acknowledge him. You have been struggling for people to acknowledge you this year. God is going to position you. You will not even need to shout. They will be shouting for you. They will be clapping for you. That's what happened. Now, this being positioned is also time bound. So there's a warning. If God wants to position you, you are doing, I'm not going to agree. No grief for anybody. No grief for anybody. After a while, the position will lapse. If you don't use your visa, what happens? It laps. You still have it on your passport. Can you go anywhere? That's what positioning is. Open your ears. Just because your position does, if you don't show up, let me read what will happen. Psalm 127 verse 4. Psalm 127 verse 4, the New King James Version says, like arrows, oh no, 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 that's, that's not it. That's not it. Uh -huh. Acts 1 verse 20. Acts 1 verse 20. It says, Peter continued. This was written in the book of Psalms. Let someone else take what? His position. You know this one that I'll be talking. You'll be pressing phone. I'll be talking, son. 
if God positions you this year, if you don't follow the timing, somebody in, right in front of you will collect. Collect your blessing. Let someone else who is ready, who is, has done the most he can do, has positioned himself, is just understanding that positioning myself and be positioned, mm -mm, they're complementary but they're not the same. The moment you mess up, God said, I look for somebody. Pa! And you too, you can collect and collect another one that somebody is not ready. The com uh, uh, common English Bible says, give his position to another. Meaning God will not allow the position to waste. If you are positioned and you will not position yourself, God will not allow the position that was positioned to go to waste. He will reposition somebody who has positioned themselves and they become positioned. So this exercise, I wish everybody will listen. Now, the thing about what Joseph did is that scripture in Psalm 127 verse 4. Please listen to me. This one is talking about man, but this man is representing God. Psalm 127 verse 4, you brought it up before. It says, like arrows in the hand of a warrior... So are the children of one's youth. Like arrows in the hand of what? Warrior. What is God describing himself as? Warrior. What does a warrior do? He doesn't lose battle. He gives victory. So what are arrows? Arrows are ammunitions that have potential. The arrow can fly, but without a warrior to position it well, it goes nowhere. You're an arrow, you can fly. But if God does not position you well, you see an arrow that's lying around will end up being a stick that somebody uses to do nonsense. But meanwhile, if the arrow is loaded and is positioned to victory, all he has to do is just leave it. No matter what, my hit target this year. Put your hand on your head. Say, this year I will hit my target. I will make my dreams. It will happen this year. God is going to position me. No matter what, I'm going to hit my target. Father, let it be so. For everyone putting on their hand on their head, let it be, let it come to pass no matter what. And people will know that God is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. Can I tell you something, Mr. Arrow, Miss Arrow, Mrs. Arrow, that you know potential, that you are sharp? Uh-huh, an arrow is sharp. Ah, you are straight? Yeah, your arrow is straight. But as long as the arrow is not loaded and is not pointed and not positioned, it is as good as nothing. Don't go around tripping in front of the mirror by yourself. It's only potential. Somebody has to position you. I pray this year. Our potential will give birth to great success in, in Jesus' mighty name. Now, I'm going to rush. I want to get to a point where we're going to discuss. You're really going to enjoy this. Now, on Sunday, I talked about um, Moses in Exodus 7 verse 1. The English Standard Version. The International Standard Version. The Lord told Moses, listen, I have positioned you ask God to Pharaoh and your brother will be your prophet when God positions you 
He has finished the whole thing. So Moses was still way outside Egypt. And God was telling me, I have positioned you so that you are destined to win this battle with Pharaoh no matter what. Now, if you don't receive that, you will look at the size of the battle and you will not go. My prayer is that none of us will be, remain where we used to be when others are moved to where they ought to be. I'll say that again. None of us will remain where we used to be that not fit us anymore. We're supposed to be better than that when others are moved to where they ought to become. To whom they ought to have become. That's what I'm talking about. Moses, I have positioned you. Don't look at the sheep you're tending. Don't look at 40 years you're wasted. I have positioned you. Let me tell you, when you're positioned, you are going to win no matter what. Only Pharaoh was going to find out. The one that's positioned should have known that it's a fixed fight. The result is already signed and sealed. Imagine you're going to anything the result, you already have it. Will you be afraid? Will you be worried? This year, God is trying to embolden you. Just allow God to have you positioned. The rest is done. So God had to reposition Moses because 40 years earlier, he had moved away from position and he would have died in non-entity in no man's land even though originally he was a positioned man. At his birth, he was positioned. Up to 40 years, he was positioned. Something happened, and he moved out of position. But by the mercy of God, God came back and said, I have positioned you as a God to Pharaoh you are afraid of. By the mercy of God, the time we have wasted, the nonsense we have done, God will overlook it and bring us back to how we ought to have been positioned in Jesus' mind. That's the place you need to say, see us, amen. God had to reposition Moses because 40 years earlier, can you imagine he wasted 40 years, 40 whole years. He moved away from position. He didn't understand positioning. I'm sure in heaven he said, I wish this Femi Paul was my pastor. But thank God, had it not been for the mercy of God, he would have died a non-entity. You know what a non-entity means? A person of little or no significance. Imagine if he died in, what's that town he was? Where he was doing shepherd. Come on, tell me. Name of the town. Bible scholars. Huh? Median. Imagine if he died in Midian. What will be registered? Nothing. A non-entity is a person of little or no significance. Potential does not matter. You can still end up in a non-entity. Tell, tell the Lord, ah, Father, mercy on my life. Me, I will not die in an entity in Jesus' name. Now, he was saved because he didn't understand positioning. That's why we're studying positioning. When God has positioned you, please help me bring that up. Please stay in position or stay position. What did I say? When God has positioned you, stay in position or stay positioned. Uh -huh. Now, 
There is, I wish Pastor Yomi made it here. I spoke to him this morning. He was in Abuja or last night. And he was trying to catch a plane to be here. I, I want talking about positioning. How many of you have heard of brand positioning? Brand positioning. I'm going to tell you what brand positioning is. They didn't learn it from university. They learned it from Bible. Brand positioning is what largely determines the success of the brand, notwithstanding the actual quality of the product or service offered by the brand. Brand positioning is largely the success, uh, determines the success of the brand, notwithstanding the actual quality of the product or service offered by the brand. The positioning sets it into the public at an advantageous, timely, prosperous position. And so even if the value is half of the another brand that is not enjoying brand positioning, it will sell more than that one. So let me give you something. So if 100% like this pulpit is the potential now, I have good brand positioning, but this pulpit can only offer 30% of Israel what should be expected. But I have Pastor Me who does excellent brand positioning, and some other pulpit can deliver 85%, but does not have brand positioning. This will sell much more than that one. Value irrelevant. They studied that, they got it from the Bible, and now they're using it to make a lot of money. The children of this world are wiser in their generation than the children of the kingdom, proven. Even brands have to be positioned. It's not how good your brand is that makes the success. It's more about positioning. And when God begins to say, if you're well positioned, you're destined to win no matter what, you ought to learn. You see, me, I read a lot of things and I see patterns and I try and bring it to you. So don't be the person that all you know is Bible, you don't know anything else. Now, the real text today is the story of Ruth. I'm going to read a portion of it and I'm going to ask some questions and you're going to give me fascinating answers because it is such an enjoyable way to learn about being positioned. I read from Ruth chapter 2, verses 10 to 12, the New King James Version. So Ruth fell on her face and bowed down to the ground and said to Boaz, Why have I found favor in your eyes that you should take notice of me since I am a foreigner? I'm not even supposed to be worth nothing to you. Verse 11, and Boaz answered and said to her, it has been fully reported to me all that you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband and how you have left your father and your mother and the land of your birth and have come to a people whom you did not know before. Listen to verse 12. The Lord repay your work and a full reward to be given to you on top of that by the Lord God of Israel under whose wings you have come for refuge. Ah! Double promotion, double remuneration. It says the Lord repay your work. Other people didn't see it as work. The right person saw it as work. Hey, positioning. And a full reward be given you by the Lord God of Israel. This guy called God by his deep name in the situation. He says, I bear testimony 
that of all the women, this is the one you should bless. Recited as CV, impressive. The question is, how did it become like that? Was it not that Ruth was positioned? And then God positioned Boaz, Boaz's heart for Ruth's sake. That's what happened. Ruth was positioned and then God also positioned Boaz's heart for Ruth's sake. And the rest is history. You know, he left everybody. He bought, he redeemed her with a lot of money. He married her over and above every other person. And they, they had a child who was called um, Obed. Obed was the father of Jesse. And Jesse was father of King David. Became the great grandmother of the king after God's heart. Let me give you the real resume of somebody that was positioned. Number one, she was a Moabitess. They should have nothing to do with them, according to Jewish law. Now, number two, um, her husband, um, Ruth's husband and his brother and their father all died in Moab. And her husband died young, which is supposed to be waiting do you where your husband they die young. Number three, or number four, she had proven case of infertility. She didn't, in her youth, she didn't conceive nothing. What are the chances that this person is the one that becomes a superstar? It's all about positioning. Now, wake up and let's learn about being positioned. Tell me the points of positioning in this story. The conclusion is this. There's everything disqualifies her. Everything. And she married the prince of Israel, the most eligible, rich, multi-millionaire prince of Israel that all girls were dying for. All fathers were trying to get him to look at their daughters. She, this one that was disqualified in every direction was the one that caught his attention. And not that he managed her, he rejoiced over her. He first redeemed her, bought the land, did everything, and still married her. Let's, where do you think the points of being positioned become obvious? In fact, Rook's case was a perfect case of no matter what. If you are a Moabitess, you are, you are infertile, your husband died young, all kinds of things are wrong with you, Ruth's case was a perfect case of no matter what. She was just destined to win. And to be destined to win has to do with being well positioned. That's what it is. In 2024, those well positioned are destined to win no matter what. So if she that was fully disqualified became the winner hands down no matter what, hers was a case. A serious case of being well positioned. So let us spot the parts of Ruth's story that when positioning came to play, the story starts with Naomi saying, I am going back to Israel. Everything I brought has died. I hear there's some food now, let me go back. And two sister-in-laws, the one that married the first son and Ruth that married the second son, escorted her to the gate of the city and you know the drama, and I cry, this one, upper went back. What 
point of a story, of her story, do you see positioning or being positioned? Anybody? There are many. Yes, my learned friend. Let's show them what we got. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There are many places that I can point, but let me just pick one or two. First is in chapter 2, verse 2, when Ruth said, One day Ruth said to Naomi, Let me go out into the fields to gather leftover grain. So he started from there. She didn't just stay inside. We already know that she had followed Nami to back to Israel. And she did not just stay inside the house and fold her arms, just sit on her hands, expecting things to come to her. But she went out. She, she said, let me go out. It was when she went out that um, she was blessed to find Boaz. And then the point where Nami also said to her that she should go to the, um, it's not the wine press. The field. Yeah, not the field, where Boaz was going to be. Yeah. And meet, and do whatsoever he tells her to do. That was another point of positioning, I remember. Can you clap for her? Aha, uh -huh. some hands are going up now. Okay. Um, awesome first, then uh, Francisca. Okay, um, from Ruth 1.16. Mm -hmm. He said, but Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Mm -hmm. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people mm -hmm. and your God will be my God. That was the first position. What are your hands doing? <laughs> oh, Katuli in the Mosca. The old woman had nothing, no husband, no son, was broke, didn't even know what she was going to meet in Israel. Why would anybody follow you? There's nothing. She even said, if I had a son, you'll be too old when the son grows up. She even agreed she had nothing. This woman said, your God will be my God. The first position is, you must position with God. She understood that God was with this woman. And she understood that God, if I look after this woman that God has sworn by, after all she has been, normally people will throw her away. God will remember me. It says your God will be your God. When you say when you die, that's where I will die. Of course you are not going to die. Anybody that stands with God, you will not die. You will live to see the glory of God in the land of the living. Can you help me celebrate God who is so faithful? A serious positioning. Oprah positioned herself around nepotism. I am a Moabitess. I will say my Moabite. You see, when you meet God, cancel any arrangement and make sure God is in front of you. Oprah could not. I am a Moabitess. Ah, my father, my mother, my, my mommy, I like you. Make her they go back. When you meet God, Bible says the kingdom of God is like a man that found a pearl of great price. He goes home and sells what? Everything. And buys it because he has found eternal life and all the blessings of God. Two people had opportunity to be repositioned. One was normal. 
the other had sense. And she followed. There was nothing about Naomi. Anybody that does not have revelation should pick. This year, no look anyhow. May we have may our eyes of understanding be enlightened so we can know the hope of our calling and we can connect the exceeding greatness of his power that is at work within us. Amen. Glory to God. All right. You didn't clap for me. What's going on? You didn't clap for me. Good evening, church. This is the first time she's speaking. Can you help me clap for her? Uh-huh. Good evening, church. Okay, um, for Ruth, she, she uh, positioned herself and she was also positioned. She positioned herself at the point where she took the decision to follow Naomi. Naomi, yeah. And then she was positioned mm -hmm. when Naomi asked her to go to the field. Mm -hmm. and, this, and this is what she should do. And she did it. So she was positioned to marry one of the greatest. So women. she was positioned and she positioned herself. Can you clap for her? Thank you. Okay, Ambassador. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, to me, I can see that Ruth launched herself on a journey of faith to a distant land that she has never seen, trusting in the God of whom she had had and come to believe in, like our father Abraham did. Mm -hmm. So her positioning is she turned to God, yeah. and wherever God took her, she knew that she would be fine, yes. that no matter what, she would be destined to win. God, Can you? God cannot take us to a journey of no return, but a journey where we'll be able to enjoy more than what we are. Okay, can you clap for him? A few more answers are still in our text. Some of you know they read Bible. The way you're looking at me, you don't even know the story well. I'm going to be calling names now. I'm thinking of one lady wearing glasses. I'm thinking of somebody wearing glasses. The question is, we should spot the parts of Ruth's story that positioning came to play. We've seen that at the beginning of the story, two people in exactly the same situation, but some have eyes they can't see, have ears they can't hear, have a heart they have no understanding. Opa was that, went back. She, everything the eyes could see, did not, you could not see what she saw. She saw the God of Israel that was with this one. It's the same thing Joseph did. He did not take his sons and position them before Pharaoh, who seemed to have the material thing. He positioned them before God, who made Pharaoh be able to engage the Joseph that made him a very rich man. Ah, may God, may the scales fall from our eyes in Jesus' name. What other positioning? You said, okay, when it was time, she, was, she went to work. Not that she was lazy kind of woman. She stayed at home. She went to work. Naomi told her where to go. Question is, can people tell you what to do? A lot of us these days, nobody tells you what to do. I'm an adult. Don't tell me what to do. Naomi said, go to this place. One day she said, sleep at his feet. Just shut up. Just sleep. When the guy woke up, 
what he started to say 